This podcast replay is brought to you by Caneswear.com. For all your Canes, Dolphins, and Heat needs, visit them at 2511 South University Drive in Davie. Free shipping with online orders over $99. Go to Caneswear.com at Miami Fanware. That's the spot where South Florida fans shop. All righty. I hope you're feeling as good as your crypto bags are right about now. Yeah. Woo. Loving it. Loving it. Wow. It's uh it's too good. It's too good. You <laughs> Woo! Jasmine hit two pennies today. Told you about Jasmine when it was a th- a third of a penny, so you 5 x that investment. We've been uh, telling you about Bitcoin at 16, at 20,000, at 25, and now it hit up to 64. By the way, for those of you that are a little, because I know some of you are new and you haven't uh, been in this, uh, in this fight for a while, uh, it hit 64 and then it went down to 59.9, and then it cl- it's climbed back up to 61, I believe, is where it's at. Huh? 61.4 is where we're at right now. So it is, uh, it, it's, it, it'll come back. Uh, actually, no, 60,318 right now. So we got a little bit of a dip. Now, Coinbase went down. And a lot of people that uh, have their accounts on Coinbase, guess what they saw? Zero. That's not good. <laughs> now, but it's all blockchain. They'll put it back. They'll figure it out. It's not, it's not a big deal. Um, J-Town says, I think, oh, just retired. Not yet. But, yeah, you never know. Uh, But anyway, so um, Coinbase went down, and then that obviously affected a lot of accounts and and affected Bitcoin. That's why that was part of that crash. So it might be when they reestablish everything in the accounts, everything might go back up a little bit more. Um, What's going on now, let me explain to you. It looks good, okay. So... um, this is this is what's going on. I want you to know, okay? The money that's coming in, because like I had a, a friend of mine that's a complete newbie at this, right? And he goes, well, I'll just wait. You know, it'll go to 60 again. It'll go back down to 15 like it did. And I'm like, yo, dude, you don't really understand what's going on here. You know, for the last 12 years plus, Bitcoin and crypto was carried by retail. You and me, working stiffs, Okay. So when a working stiff gets a coin that explodes, what do working stiffs do? We sell. We cash out. When, when um, recession comes, what do us working stiffs do? We cash out. When we lose our jobs, what do our working stiffs do? We cash out, right? And that's how it was for 12-plus years for crypto. There's a difference now. The money that's coming in is institutional money. It's coming in from BlackRock. It's coming in from Fidelity. Okay? It's coming in from people that don't sell. Okay? These are people that have money. So it's the same. The foundation of the stock market are people that are well off. Okay? Because there's no recession for them. They're in the business that they make money in a recession. You know what I'm saying? There's no unemployment for these people. 
That's why they keep their Amazon stock and their Microsoft and, and whatever, Tesla, you name it. They're not selling it. They're buying more on the dips. That's, what, that's, that's, how, that's how smart people get rich. That's how investors get rich. As they say, when there's blood in the streets, that's when you do your most damage, right? That's when you go out and buy. And so that's why the fluctuations you've seen in the past of 40%, those days are done because foundational money is coming in. BlackRock had its most traffic today ever for Bitcoin and their ETFs. ETFs overall today broke a record, okay, for volume. It's that, why do you think we went all the way to 64? So now you have retail people that are probably selling. Hey, God bless them, bro. They probably bought Bitcoin at 15, at 20, 25, 30, 35, and they got their chance to make some money and they're getting out. You know what I mean? But the whales that are coming in now, these are not people looking to get out after it goes up 10,000 or 100,000. These are the people that pass it on to their kids. That's what they do. They pass on their Tesla stocks and they pass on their Amazon stocks, you know, that they bought at 10 bucks. <laughs> That's kind of the way it goes. You know what I'm saying? So the fluctuations are not going to happen anymore like that. Those corrections are done for Bitcoin. Okay. All coins are still going to have volatile, volatile breaks one way or the other. Okay. But Bitcoin won't because it's a store value. Uh, you've got people getting out of gold ETFs to get into Bitcoin because Bitcoin is superior to gold. There, there's a scarcity to Bitcoin that there isn't to gold. You're going to mine new gold every day. They're mining new gold all over the world. So it's not as scarce as Bitcoin. And that's where this whole thing's going to change. So that's why I try to explain it to them because a lot of people don't really understand what's really going on. This will bounce back. So the retail people that are selling their Bitcoin, guess who's going to gobble it up now? The institutional people now. So tomorrow, the ETFs will gobble up what was sold because now they got it at a cheaper price because if everybody hangs on, it stays around 64, 65. And by the way, we were hoping for a God candle. Not going to happen today, it looks like it. A God candle has never happened with Bitcoin where it moves up 10,000 in one day. We moved up 6,000 before the correction here. So it, there was a chance, but it's going to happen. A God candle is coming, all right? It's coming. It's going to happen. So uh, be prepared, all right? There you go. So it just kind of give you a little bit about what's, what's actually going on uh, with Bitcoin and, and how it's uh, breaking all down for you. Uh, James on the roll call says, I bought Bitcoin last night. It wasn't a lot, though. Hey, man. Every little bit helps. Just keep buying every little bit, and it's just going to grow perpetually. Uh, Jamsville says, morning, Big O. Bitcoin, there you go. Angelo De Jesus, good day, O and Sean. My crypto bag is getting fatter. I can't thank you enough, O, for all your financial advice. I can't wait for the show. Thank you, thank you. James says, should have listened to Big O sooner. It's all right, man. It's, it's, um, it takes some guts to, to you know, to explore something new that we're all going to be living on. The blockchain is the new internet, is what people don't understand. 
and Cardano and Bitcoin and Ethereum, they're all cities on these blockchains. And then they're all going to house all these businesses. Eventually, Canesware will be on Avalanche or Cardano or Ethereum when they go to the blockchain because Brett will want to protect his logo, protect his, his business, and the blockchain is the safe internet. And that's where everybody, musicians and artists and, and business people, are going to be able to protect their trademarks and their products and all that. And they're going to be able to track everything a lot easier. People don't understand that kind of stuff. And so that's why they look at it and they think it's some kind of game. And they don't really understand that it's the digital stock market that is developing before your eyes. And it's the same thing as having a stock. It's just a different way of doing it. And by the way, all your stocks will be tokenized soon. Because the stock market will go on the blockchain. Because that's the easier way for them to protect and, and track everything. So these are things that people just don't understand. And this is why, how many times have I told you over the last three years, please study what goes on with our banking system. Find out about fractionalized banking. Find, about what, find out about what they're doing to our dollar by printing so much money, how much they devalue it. And then learn about Bitcoin and how it's the polar opposite that there's only a finite amount of it. So the only way it could go is up in value. It can't go down because you can't print it. You can't split it like a stock. You can't do anything like that. So these are things, but you have to also learn about our banking system and our dollar and how bad our deficit is, how bad, how bad the interest is on our deficit, how impossible it is to make up for the 34 trillion that we're currently in the hole for. And a trillion comes every other month, pretty much. Adds to it. And just the interest payment on that. So your dollar, you know, it's funny because they all add more and more to it and you complain about it, uh, inflation and every one of them are contributing to the inflation. But these are things that I... I, I I implore you, I beg you to learn about our banking system, our dollar, and then learn about Bitcoin. And then when you put it all together, the best part is you'll take the politics out of it and you'll realize they both are screwing you. So it's a beautiful thing. So check it out. Anyway, uh, let's see. Brooklyn Rob says, Big O, good morning or good afternoon now and Sean. Uh, need some help carrying my crypto wallet bags. There you go, my brother. Get, get one of those weight belts. Joseph says, great back-to-back -back wins by the heat. No doubt about it. Big O is not a financial advisor, but if he was, you would fire your current financial advisor. <laughs> Randy says, you have to have faith in what you believe in. My only regret is not buying Bitcoin in 2020, 2021. 20, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, a lot of us are like that. That's kind of the way it goes. Um, I'm not, a, I've never been an XRP guy. I, uh, I did not want to invest in anything that was involved in the middle of a, an SEC lawsuit and go look at this, go look at XRP's market cap currently right now. It's like top six or seven or eight or something. So look at, look at how much it's worth. And in order for you to double what it, what, what the value of the coin is now, you have to double that market cap. 
I don't know if XRP will grow to the, the lengths that others described. And, you know, I know a lot of people sold a lot of BS there on XRP. It's a good company, and we thank them for their lawsuit because that helped crypto. But I don't know if Garlinghouse and company are, and that coin is going to go up to, you know, $5, $7 or something like people talked about, $20. I don't know. Ocala Joe, Ocala, thank you, sir, for the cash app. I appreciate you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You are the man. Keep entertaining us, suffering Dolphin fans. And I got a lot of Dolphins talk today. A lot of Dolphins talk to talk about. Uh, XRP, dude, look at XRP the last 90 days. I had XRP myself and lost faith and took my losses. Look at XRP for the last couple of years. Please go look at the graph the last couple of years. Two, three years, two and a half years. It's kind of the same level. Hasn't gone really anywhere. It's kind of been just in the same kind of window. Got to look at it, man. You know what I mean? You can't be a fanboy of something. You got to make sure that you, you know, you got to be honest with yourself and, and take your losses and move on. I'm not saying that, okay? If you believe in XRP, maybe you're right and I'm wrong. Again, I am not a financial advisor, you know? No doubt, I think Bitcoin broke Coinbase. Yeah, people are FOMOing in. Uh, DCA actually slants the odds in the investor's favor. No need to try to time when the purchase. No one can do that. It makes profit even when the market drops. Amen? That's right. Randy agrees. Brett agrees. The party ride guy says Coinbase down. What say you, Big O? I just talked about that. You got it. They'll be back. They'll figure out everything. And it's kind of like Solana. They, they kind of can't handle a lot of traffic. Uh, Coinbase Mobile is having issues. Assets are safe. That's what the webpage says. Yeah, the assets are safe because it's all on the blockchain. So it doesn't erase or anything like that. So you're fine. Don't worry about it. Stetson O is in. Jamie Zoria out in San Jose. Thank you, Jamie. Uh, Big O for president and Sean for vice. They want to kill us. They want to kill us. Uh, Les Jam says the way Spolstra puts each player in the spot to be at their best is amazing. Spo is, Shulin Spo are the best coaches ever I've seen in this town. End of story. Period. That's it. Shula and Spo. Those are the two best that I've ever seen. I grew up with Shula and watching the 70s, watching Woodstock and watching Marino and watching him win with different kinds of teams. And it's the same thing I see with Spo. He wins with Scrubberinis. He gets 31 and 10 and a half a season. He wins with the, the big three and the last few years here, almost no coach in the league would go to as many finals and Eastern Conference finals as Spo has done. Spo, for me, is the master of everything. He's, he reminds me so much of Shula that it doesn't matter what you give him, he doesn't force the system on the players. He creates the system for whatever players he has. And that's what great coaches do. As, as much as I love Riley, and he has the superior resume to Spo, but not the Heat resume. Because his Heat resume was one kind of team. The, the center and the, start and the point guard. And it's, it was kind of the same team all the time throughout his tenure here. Not Spo. 
How about the blood clot years with Bosch? How he had to switch up. Spo constantly proves why he is the best coach in the NBA. Because, see, here's what I've seen him without stars and thrive. I haven't seen that from Popovich. As great as Popovich is, without Duncan and the boys, he hasn't been nearly as effective. In fact, he doesn't even go to the playoffs. Spo goes to the playoffs every year, no matter what, pretty much. And he almost got a bunch of scrubs into the playoffs. Spo's greatness cannot be I, – I, I don't think – I still don't think we're there at the point where people are really appreciating how great this guy is. And maybe it's because he still looks young, you know? And maybe because he's not old and grizzled or whatever it is, you know, never an excuse. Never. We have enough. I, I, I can't say enough about Spo. I remember, you know, doing shows when we had Bumpgate with LeBron. And the amount of idiots I had calling QAM at that time to, you know, oh, we should change coaches. And I had to kind of fight those people too. And it's just at times I think fans don't appreciate exactly what you have. And I think we've gotten to that point where there's a lot of appreciation for Spo. I don't know if for some people they're where I'm at where I say it's Shula and then Spo, you know. That's the way I, I look at it. You know what I mean? That's how great this guy is to me. It's amazing. It really is. Uh, oh, blue label bottle ready to open when we break 70,000. There you go, Randy. I love it. XRP is down 6% in the last nine day, 90 days, but some say it's mooning. Maybe. I mean, what can I tell you, man? You know? Moon boys are moon boys. Miami Breakers, J-Town, Robert T., um, any favorite altcoins out there anyone wants to share? Solana, uh, uh, Avalanche, Maddox, Lynx, uh, Immutable X, Adam, Say, about 10 others, profit takers in 18 months. Yes, sir. Huh? No. No. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, so nice to meet you. Uh, Cosa Nostra says, afternoon, Big O. Finally got to listen to the actual live version of of the show, I have, oh, okay, cool, cool, nice. Um, what's it called? Uh, Pipe Man Slim is into Bitcoin, love it. Louis Beltran, uh, Sneak Attack, Big O, green isn't my favorite color, but I'm loving it right now. All the coins I have and the diversity I currently have, I own the tips you gave us and researching also Bitcoin to the moon. There you go, my brother. There you go. Lisa Rose, my Bitcoin bags are getting mighty heavy. Mike Moynihan, yeah, no show today, Mike. We're not on. Uh, Jonathan Jensen, Big O and Sean to retire after this Bitcoin run. Uh, Thomas Nieto, let's go, Big O. The crypto run got me feeling really good today. Mike Moynihan, cool, couldn't happen to a better guy. Get rich, Big O. Well, I don't know about rich, my brother, but I'd like to pay some bills, okay? I'm never going to have the blessings of being rich. Uh, Bless those that are, and hey, man, good for you. More power to you. But I'd like to make a couple bucks to pay a couple bills. That's what I'd like to do, okay? 
Uh, Daniel Barry is in the house. Brandon Flood, NorCal, Man of a Thousand Five Holds, Ron on the All Night Telethon. Jay Gelfin is in. Looks like the Heat is the team to to uh, is the is the team to beat and the beast of the East. Well, listen, I, I'll tell you this: if this is the Heat team we're going to get, the one that finished the break and started the break, then. You know, we've had four amazing postseason runs that none of us ever predicted would go as far as they have. Now we're spoiled. Now we're at a point where we can expect it. And one of the things that I talked about at the beginning of the year is that I thought that this team would be better than last year's team. By the way, did you see Max Struess at the game winner yesterday? So anyway, uh, and maybe... The, the Haquez and the Jovic additions, and now I love the guards now. I love the guards now. With terrible – what is it, terrible Terry? Or scary Terry. Scary Terry. When and, he's hitting, and, when he's hitting, it's good. When he's right. a little off, it's it's a little bit upsetting sometimes. You don't, but right now you don't need him to really no, – I know that, but he's the guy that he, – he takes that – Keep shooting and they'll go in seriously. And it's like, no, today's not your night. Tonight's not your night, Scary Terry. Tonight's not your night. Yeah, yeah. Nah, he's but right. he's hitting and it's and, it's good right now. It's and, good. So take and right also. But they're also yeah. but they're distributing the ball. Yeah. You know, well, like, the thing is now you've got like, Duncan like, distributing the ball. You've got Bam distributing the ball. Delon distributes the ball and Rozier and Butler had, as well. So Delon like, and Rozier had eight assists. Yeah. So you added eight assists. You know what I'm saying? No, that's no. I think to me that's like really important. By the way, Rozier had two blocks. And to be honest, if some of those shots had, fall, you've got rebounds. more than that. You Because there was somewhere, yeah. you know, I mean, if, if they would have just went in, you probably would have had more assists. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's it, – it's, I, I right now, we can expect everything from the Heat right now. Now, win it all, I don't know, but – because I still don't think they're better than Denver. But I'm not afraid of anybody in the East, put it that way. Not Boston, not Milwaukee, and Boston should win. They should, they, they're the number one. They've proven to be the best team. Although I still don't trust Porzingis to stay healthy. I'm kind of almost waiting for him. You know, I, I, Not that I'm wishing it, but it's kind of what, it, what he does. What's up, Big O and Sean? I hope all is going great. Keep up the amazing work. I've been with you all the time. Can't wait to meet you guys one day. We will, Dennis. We will one day. We will. Uh, man of a thousand five holds. Gerald Exposito. Ron says a bank investment here in California is looking to hire people who have experience with crypto to help investors with no knowledge of crypto to build their customer portfolio from scratch. Well, why don't they just listen to my show? Maybe they can do that. Free. Not a, I don't ask for anything. I don't ask you guys for anything. You know what I mean? Although you can make donations to our show at Cash App or Venmo at Cash Big O Show. And you can make Bitcoin donations too. At Cash Big O Show. Lofi is in. Corrections are institutions uh, are institutions selling. No. Uh, it's like I said, it's the it's the retail people that are making some money now, and you can't blame them. You know? There's still people that bought and don't know anything what they bought. And then they see it go up and they're like I, I had a friend of mine call me and say, Oh, sh- should I sell all my immutable X and my Illuvium? Since you told me it's doubled. And I'm like, yeah, no, actually, you should not. But I can't tell you what to do with your money. You know what I mean? It's hard for you to believe that double is, that Immutable X, I think, is going to go 
five, ten more X easily. And Illuvium, I think, another five or ten X from where it's at. But it's up to you. See, if you don't know what you invested in, this is why you feel like you need to get out because you've made your money right now and you're good. And so that's kind of, this is why I beg you to do your homework. Uh, Eric EJD is in the house. Karun says people run into crypto like Tyreek running through models. Did you see that thing, man? Now, did you watch that story? Can you can you can you can you get the link from my Twitter page and gra- and grab the article because I want you to th- also put up the picture of the girl, okay? Because she's like an influencer and she was invited to Tyreek's house and apparently they were having some kind of a little football game, and apparently this girl kind of uh, tackled Tyreek in a way that Tyreek kind of fell backwards and he was kind of embarrassed in front of everybody. In other words, she, uh, she Jarius need his ass. Was it Jarius need that uh, was doing it to him? Right. Whichever one it was, McDuffie, Sneed, whatever. Remember they were, they were ragdolling him. And so I saw that and then I read the article and then I looked at the picture of the woman. And first of all, Tyreek, why are you inviting her over there? That's my first question. Then my second question is, when you see the curvatures on this woman, she can put anyone on their ass. Okay? Like, you know, like she's not fat, because I'm not saying that, but she is, like, thick curved. Like, I'm talking, like, Earl Campbell is, like, Those are big thighs. Robert Newhouse says those are big thighs. Who's the big who's the big thigh guy now? Who's the Robert Newhouse? Who's the Earl Campbell nowadays? Who's that in football? For you uh, older guys, you know, I'm not. You know, I I gave you two guys: Robert Newhouse, Earl Campbell. You know what you're. If you know football, you know. Is it Derek? No, Derek Henry really is not like Robert Newhouse, bro. Robert Newhouse was, there he is, the legend, Brett. Robert Newhouse had thighs that were just monstrous, bro. But anyway, so uh, just crazy stuff. Um, But yeah, uh, what can I tell you? Uh, Let's see. I would say I see crypto as the bridge adoption to the end game for CB. Well, yeah, I mean, well, it all depends. If Biden wins, the, those idiots want to shove CBDC down your throat. If, the, if Trump wins, the Republicans want to stay away from CBDCs. They actually, Republicans actually get Bitcoin a lot more than Democrats. Okay? Not the two idiots that lead the parties. Biden and Trump don't know anything about it. But a lot of Republicans under Trump actually do know because I, I see them in the Senate, like Loomis and and even even Cancun Cruz actually likes uh, likes Bitcoin. You laughed at that one, huh? That one smiled, huh? Anyway, so but yeah, it all depends on who wins, Lofi. Politics, man, plays into everything. That's why I always tell you guys: if you're going to invest, you've got to also follow politics because it's the only way you're going to know what's the difference. 
Are, did they give you a job here or something? Nice job. Like, there you go. Barbara getting it done. Treat the like button like Cam Newton treats seven-on-seven seven coaches. <laughs> Mark, the foot's good. Still in a boot. But I was able to walk from the car to here because I can walk like on the heel. So the wife didn't have to push me in the little, in the little cart. So it was good. Thank you for asking, Mark. Akaris is in the house. Daniel Fox. I don't know what I was right about. It's not even close. Maybe it's Bitcoin or whatever, but thank you, Daniel. Dan, was the video of Cam Newton getting jumped by four dudes real? Yeah, I, I showed it two days ago on the show. Towards the end of the show, if you want to check it out. ETH gets ETF approval too. Yes, uh, I think my prediction is June, July is when that happens. And then I, I already told you about ETH. A couple months ago, I said, start piling in on the ETH because it's going to start moving, and it's moved over $1,000 since I told you. And it's going to go, and it's going to surpass its all-time high once the ETFs take off. And remember, ETFs in Asia haven't taken off. ETFs in Europe haven't taken off. The Arab countries, the greed there has not started yet. When that starts, they're going to chomp up a bunch of Bitcoin and a bunch of Ethereum, and it's going to shoot even farther up. Greed will be setting in very soon. It's already setting in for really smart people, uh, really rich and powerful people here in this country. It's going to it's gonna spread. Uh, let's see. Dan B says, good afternoon, Big O. I just got here. I hope your recovery news is good. Don't want to rewind because I don't want to miss your expert analogy. Best sports show. Thank you, sir. Pipe Man Slim is in. Josh says, what's up, O? It's all about the heat and Bitcoin. You know it. Oh, there's a lot of good stuff I like about the Dolphins to talk about today. I know it's a long shot, but what do you think of a cornerback Sneed from KC? No, I, I don't think something like that is going to end up happening. Yeah, yeah, we're trade water. Somebody asked, somebody actually asked Chris Greer today if you're gonna, you know, if you're any thoughts on trading Waddle, and why you would follow up Mike Tannenbaum is baffling to me, dude. Mike Tannenbaum doesn't know anything. He's terrible at this. And ESPN uses him because they like, you know, it, it pays in this business to say wacky, crazy things that make no sense. Because that's how you get attention. Like all these people, right? They all, they're all hiding in the bushes now. Oh, it's going to be a cap crisis for the Dolphins. Oh, my God, the Dolphins are cash-strapped. And they all ran like, like roaches when you turn on the lights now. Because sensationalism sells. And why would you ask, are you going to trade Waddle? Because sensationalism sells. Because now he has to answer the stupid question. So now you can make a small article on that stupid question and the obvious answer. Uh, are you watching like, Tyreek get constantly in trouble? You could probably tell he's not here for much longer than maybe another two seasons, I would say. And then they're getting out of it. And then what? You're going to trade Waddle? No, that's your future number one. But this is what we, this is our media nowadays. Let's, let's ask something that makes no sense 
that has no shot at happening. That's all. It's the same thing that happens with Tua and the contract extension. Just notice. Just the characteristics are there. The writer or the talking head on radio or TV or YouTube, whatever, any of those that are not believers in Tua, they make this an issue. Anybody that believes in Tua and actually sees what's going on says, of course they're going to resign him. It's Quarterbacks don't grow in trees. This guy's been part of the MVP conversation two years in a row. Like, they don't grow on trees, people that are this accurate. And if you follow our show, maybe you might agree, maybe you won't. But Tua's not the problem at all. And I've explained that over and over and over again. It's really all on Mike McDaniel. But sensationalism sells. So since I don't believe in Tua, I'm acting like the writer or the talking head. Since I don't believe in Tua, I have to write an article or describe my shocking, you know, my shocking reaction to Chris Greer and Mike McDaniel saying, uh, yeah, no, I believe in Tua more than ever. What do you expect him to say? Are you expecting somebody to come up to the podium and say, you know, Aaron Rodgers is old, and it's really hard for me to believe that the old fart's going to come back from an Achilles surgery. You, do you think the head coach or the GM for the Jets are going to say that? No. Are they going to say in Jacksonville, well, you know, Lawrence has had some issues at times, and we're not that convinced with him. They're going to say something like that? No. Oh, Jalen Hurts, uh, you know, yeah, no, I'm – yeah, that, that finish uh, wasn't strong for him. I don't know if he can really do it. Nobody's going to say anything like that. So what are you waiting for? But the sensationalism sells. So my agenda, Mr. I don't like Tua, not me, but the others. Oh, wow, this, this feeds my narrative, and now I can create an article out of it. Well, you know, uh, why would they take the chance on Tua? Why not make him play on the fifth-year option, yada, 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 all that kind of stuff. Not that, hey, look, they want to have as much flexibility. They believe in the quarterback, so you might as well just make it now because if he does ball out, because the hater doesn't expect him to ball out. The hater expects him to take a, a step back or something, right? But if he balls out, it's going to cost you even more the following season. So let's let's now remember what I told you after what happened with the cap I told you they could probably pull and I hate to call it this but I got to call it this a little bit of a dick move and just tag cuz they're not giving Wilkins a long-term contract. That's not happening. Okay? That's not happening and I'll I'll I'll, I'll put money on that. They're not they're not going to give him a lot unless he's going to give some kind of hometown discount and if he wasn't willing to do it last year and he was pissed he wasn't getting his money after the sacks, he's going to want it, and they're going to say, well, you know, sorry, we couldn't come to an agreement, but, hey, we need you for one more year, and then we give our allotted picks next year. Maybe we can replace you, so we'll milk you one more season. That's their right. They can do it. That's what I think is going to happen, but sensationalism sells. You know, what doesn't sell is for me to tell you two years ago, hey, guys, don't make too much of this. Byron Jones will be let go next year, and, and X will be let go two years from now. That's just boring. And then what, what's, the, what's the new one now that we saw with Chris Greer? Well, you know, we leave everything open. Well, they've left the door open for X to come back. Have you not learned yet what goes on here? Chris Greer's not going to crap on the guy 
and say, no, we don't really want him. But if he wants to come back on a low-hanging fruit discount, we'll take it. He's not going to tell you that. He's going to say, hey, we thank X for his run. He's been fantastic. And you never know. The door is always open. Something can happen. Because he's going to take the classy approach to it. But sensationalism, let's try to sell like, oh, there's a chance he can come back. Let's not talk about the reality is, brother, they're done. They're moving on. Unless he wants to come back for $5 million a year or something, uh, they're not going to give him any kind of big money because they know he's no longer the reliable player he used to be. But sensationalism sells. Yes, sir. Chris Greer is a better man than me because if you ask me that question, I'll be oh, like, well, we're, we're talking packages right now. Right. We're gonna, we're, I'm going right back now. We're talking packages and Tua we're getting rid of. We're going for fields. We're gonna. I would just be throwing everything out there just so they could just. Well, you can't do the fields because then no. that's. Then oh, they can't say the name. I'd take. cost you a pay. We're, you're, you're, we're, we're that, talking. That's Stephen Ross that would yeah. do something. We're talking like. to a team in Illinois. <laughs> can I say that? <laughs> Ah, you know, we're discussing it over champagne. There you go. There you go. And then that way, champagne, Illinois, yeah. you know, okay. Got to be a soldier. Right. There you go. There you go. <laughs> got to be a soldier. Uh, not long until Bitcoin breaks 70. Amen. It's probably going to happen next week. Probably. Uh, and, and, and one more thing to warn you guys, because... When I started studying about this was the back end of the last bull run. The weekends become explosive. And I'm talking about in the positive. Uh, so it, once when we're truly completely into the bull run, you're going to see even weekends explosive because it's seven days a week. Uh, Coach Pop is the GOAT and Spolstra would, uh, wouldn't last 10 years in a small market like San Antonio. Bro, he would small. Anybody's going to last with, with Duncan and Ginobili and Parker. What kind of a stupid comment is that, JC? And Te- oh, JC, Texas. No wonder. All right, Homer. Thank you for playing. Appreciate it. What? Show me the skill without Duncan and Parker and Ginobili, Mr. Texas. Okay, get to the finals with just one star. Oh, and by the way, Butler is really like a number two. He's not even a number one. When, when Pops shows me that, then we can talk, my brother. But that's all right. You got the Homer approach to it. It's all good, my man. It's all good. Well, what does Pop do lately? Nothing. Can't even make the playoffs. Wimby. Yeah. yeah, Wemby. Yeah, he got a player. Maybe that'll save his ass. Maybe he can actually look good. Because he certainly can't make nobody's better. Like Spolstra, of course. You know. Uh, Rosendo, good Wednesday, Big O. May your day be as bright as your morning sun and as calm as the gentle breeze, filling your heart with peace and joy. Well, the way Bitcoin is running, oh, baby, it's bringing me all kinds of peace and joy. Uh, Brandon Flood must have seen the picture. He says, sign this chick. Christian, good afternoon. You, did you find find it? All right, let's go. Bring it up. These people need to see this uh, brick house that brought uh, Tyreek Hill to his knees. Because <laughs> this, I'm telling you, she would put she would put me on my ass. That's for sure. 
Okay, that that's nothing. You gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta scroll down and take off the Canesworth thing. Scroll down. I, oh, you know you gotta click the article. Yeah, click the article now, and then and then let's rock. Now the article's in another page, so you're gonna have to get out of this to come back. But I'm telling you, when you see this woman, it, it's a mismatch. <laughs> okay. It's a mismatch, this woman and Tyreek Hill. And then Tyreek Hill then got pissed and, you know, allegedly tackled her because he was pissed that he was embarrassed and broke her leg. Yeah, yeah, she's on crutches. Yeah, you got to you gotta play it. Oh, oh, wait a minute. I don't. Okay, wait, okay. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Cookie Gilchrist, nice job by you, Mark. Looky, looky, here comes Cookie. I like it. I like it, Mark Smith. You, you, sir, are a historian of football. And there you go. There you go. That, that is what tackled Tyreek. Can you play it? Can't you play it? Or it'll go then to her Instagram. Okay. But if, you know, you kind of see, you, you see what I'm saying? Like this is the now now she's some kind of influencer and what's Tyreek doing inviting her over you know what I'm saying you know what's he what's I'll he tell doing? you now I heard the story this morning driving um, right on on Joe Rose and okay. they were talking about you know Hollywood reason was reading the 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 gist about it right Tyreek's mom and sister were there yes like this he this whole started because. She came with her son to something else Tyreek did. Right. And, and then, then Tyreek invited, invited her back on, on another floor in and, and everything else. And then you go to do drills with in front of your mom and sister. Like, dude, Tyreek, he's he's some kind of He's got he, if this is true, well, the anger issues. Remember when yeah. I told you about the peer? Yeah. And I told you, thank the Lord that they stopped him twice because, you know. He doesn't like being showed up. No, no, and uh, she could show up anybody. <laughs> I mean, that woman is thick, bro. And and, and by the way, she, she looks great. She, she might be good. bigger than Ian uh, Lee, uh, Liam Meikenberg. Uh, That's right. <laughs> yeah, well, that that would be uh, that would be a big screen television. You'd be snapping the ball behind. Yeah, that is, there's no doubt about that. No doubt about that. Now you know what, Jim Brown. No, no, I wouldn't put Jim Brown in the Robert Newhouse. Uh, category or or Cookie Gilchrist category. Those guys had freakish thighs. Earl Campbell, freakish thighs, bro. Nah, Jim Brown, like Derrick Henry, they're big, but they're not the freakish thighs of those guys. She's got Robert Newhouse thighs. Okay. I mean, you know, you youngins out there that never saw Cookie Gilchrist or Robert Newhouse, um, right there. Right there, okay? Those are the thighs. Bitcoin has supply problems, unlike ETH. Yes, exactly. No, but remember, ETH does have its EPPI 1551, which burns uh, ETH every day. Every day that there's tr- every transaction burns a little bit, a bit of ETH. So billions of ETH have been billions of dollars of ETH have already been burned. So um, 
Uh, what's it called? Polygon has the same thing. Rollbit has that, by the way. Um, there's certain coins that have a burning mechanism. SHIB has like kind of a volunteer burn mechanism, which is something very different that people will voluntarily burn SHIB, which is kind of crazy because you're burning your own money, which, uh, yeah, it doesn't make any sense for me, you know. But anyways, it is what it is. These are things that, again, you kind of got to know about this when you follow this. Yes, sir. Uh, somebody came in, uh, Cosa Nostra, with Saquon Barkley as far as the thighs. Yes, that's a very good one. Um, nice job by you, dude. He might be Mr. Thighs in this league And then league uh, right JC now. Texas Art said Ricky Williams. yeah. Yeah, and then Christian said Mike Allstott. That's a pretty good one. And then somebody said AJ. They were calling AJ Dillon Quadzilla. Yes, so that's very, very good. That was Mark Smith. No, no, AJ Dillon is a thick boy. <laughs> that is a thick fella that is going to run your ass over. That's a good one. The BC kid. It's a good one. Very good one. You guys are strong today. Bringing it. Brooklyn Rob, Stephen Ross has been voted the best owner in the NFL in a player-led survey. Yes, uh, everything graded out. Yeah, and the Vikings. Vikings were number one last year. This year, Miami took the number one spot. Um, and it was, uh, listen, it, it's it's an awesome story that Miami graded well and how they treat their fam, the family, the, the, the players' families, uh, the facilities, the training staff that some of you think is terrible. You know, all that kind of stuff. You know, it's it's kind of weird because I've been around that franchise and there's a lot of great people in that franchise. I know we've had terrible luck. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But they did great well. But in the end, got to win, dude. You know, but you, what, what it says, okay, it says that Steven Ross has created an environment that people want to be a part of. Tom Garfinkel has created an environment people want to be a part of. Greer, McKenzie, and Allen have brought in players overall that are pretty good character people. Minus one guy that wants to attack uh, some thick women. Uh, but, you know, overall, some pretty good people, allegedly. Uh, and and so, you know, you got a, you got a mix here, and you got a, 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 an environment, and then you got Mike McDaniel, who obviously caters to the players. So you've got it all, but now you got to prove you can win. You know, all this stuff is great. It's fantastic that Stephen Ross will provide what you need to win. But now it's up to you to get it done. And that's where I put a lot of the pressure on Mike McDaniel. And let me tell you, he is not going to change his ways. One of the things I noticed about Mike McDaniel in the press conference uh, and and it's not going to change, is who he is. And that challenge this year is going to be very interesting because he has to find a way to create a team that has more discipline. Okay? And if your team doesn't have discipline, then you have the pre-snap penalties, you start making mistakes, you drop passes, you can't get plays in on time, you can't win challenges. You know the kind of crap that's been going on here for two years under Mike McDaniel. So it's interesting that he is going to have to find a way to become much more disciplined without becoming a disciplinarian because he's not, he's not going to come up with a wall now. And all of a sudden he's not going to make you run the stadium 
and he's not all of a sudden going to grow a chin and start going after you like Don Shula and looking at you and screaming, you know, from the top of his lungs. That's not who he is. And it's not successful to try to change. You have to be who you are, but McDaniel does have the challenge of, okay, you want to be the guy that keeps it loose and you want to have some fun and you want to crack jokes and all that stuff. Okay. But if you want people to take that part of you serious, you need to have the results because in the end, people aren't going to buy you anymore. The act gets old. The ums and hums and the the pregnant pauses and every answer in a press conference will become annoying. The jokes will not be funny anymore. That's what happens when you don't win. So if you want to be Dan Campbell and be Mr. Rah-Rah up there, you better produce because you end up like Mike Tice. And if you want to be Mr. Funny Guy, okay, you better win or eventually they'll look at you like Jerry Glanville. And they'll say, yeah, he was a character. He left tickets for Elvis for every game. He always wore black. He played a really loose style of football on offense, was just going for it all the time, and his defense also was always attacking. But he never won, and his act got old. And Jerry's style wore out because in the end, there wasn't that substance. There wasn't NFC or AFC championship games, whatever conference. Did he play? Did he coach in both conferences? Not sure. Yeah, he did. Wasn't he Houston? Wasn't he also in Houston? Because he did Atlanta. And was it Houston? Yeah, check check there for Glanville. But what you know, the big the big moments weren't there on his resume. And so these are things that it gets old. And he's going to have to. You know, I, I've seen all kinds of coaches being 57 years old. I've watched a lot of different coaches and personalities. And in the end, you better you better know how to you better know how to teach them how to win. It was Houston? Yeah, that's what I thought. Portland State. There you go. Nine and twenty-four. But he left tickets for Elvis in every game. Emilio is in. Smart thing is to pay him fifty dollar fifty million now and have to pay him two fifty uh tomorrow. He's destined to only get better and the value kicks in. Tua is a tech, is a, a technician, a second year QB, got the shaft in year one and two. Yes, sir. I agree. He's still coaching. Where? He is at Northwestern Oklahoma State as a defensive coordinator. Oh. And, and he has not stopped coaching. He's had a team every year. Really? Yeah, he says stop. Wow. I mean, you put, Chris, you put 500 bucks on SHIB. Good luck to you, man. Good luck to you. I wish you the best. I probably would have put 500 on Neutron or something else, Polygon, Cardano. But okay, I'm not a I'm not a meme coin guy, and I I don't lead people to meme coins. Uh, built like a linebacker, she's replacing Baker. 
she can knock the crap out of everybody, bro. I mean, that is one thick woman, dude. She's Zach Thomas with a wig. No, man. Zach is puny next to her. Her lower body kills Zach. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> Icebox. <laughs> oh. Yeah, she is def- she is uh she's the female fridge. There's no doubt about that. Karun, if the Finns signed the model, she would be the perfect rival to Taylor Swift and the and the Chiefs. There you go. She has some anchor on her, yeah. I would say so. Thick with a capital T. <laughs> Uh, Big O, I was talking about your comment in regard to Shula and Spolster being the best. I also grew up in Miami during the Dolphin Glory days. Oh, I got you. Okay. Uh, Hill needs to be kept in a closet every offseason. He's always involved in altercations. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of another person I used to talk about that is always involved in altercations and is uh, just about getting released now. Yeah. Uh, That's an amazing comparison. Glanville McDaniel, impressive. Well, Lewis, I'm old, bro. You know, uh, it's not good being old because your body falls apart. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You can't do the things you used to do 20, 30, 40 years ago. You realize that. But when you're old, you get a little perspective, my man. You've seen a thing or two, two or three or four times over. So you have reference points in your life that you can go back and say, Mike McDaniel, Jerry Glanville, whatever, you know, that kind of stuff. And, you know, you've seen it, and that's why. It's what you live. Uh, oh, you see the run micro strategy has been? Of course, they, because they've been DCAing Bitcoin. <laughs> that's why. All they do is keep buying, keep buying, keep buying. They, and they buy at any time. They, they're not worried about the price. And they just dollar cost average. And they're up billions. Yeah, the, the smartest, richest, and most powerful people in the world are gobbling up Bitcoin. And I laugh at any idiot out there that says it's a scam. It's like, bro, do some homework and don't sound stupid anymore. Learn about what's going on in our economy and learn about Bitcoin. And ask yourself, why are the people way more powerful, way more richer than you'll ever be? Why are they scooping it up like it's going out of style? You think Michael Saylor's an idiot? You, you think um, the guy from BlackRock, uh, um, ah, damn it. You, you think that guy's a moron or something? He's managing $9 trillion. He manages $9 trillion, And he's scooping up well over 200,000 Bitcoin in 30 days. Larry Fink. These people are really smart and really rich and really powerful. Way more than you and I ever will be. Ask yourself, why are they doing this? Why do they want Ethereum? Why do they want Bitcoin? Why are they they buying all these other ones? Why are they buying Avalanche? Why are they buying Cardano? Ondo. BlackRock and, and Coinbase and others are part of Ondo Finance. I gave it to you on January 2nd at 22 cents. Where, where's Ondo today? 
the most powerful people in the world are behind Ando Finance. I think it's going to blow up. I think it's going to go to a few dollars when it's all. And I'm not a financial advisor, but I told you guys about Ando Finance on January 2nd, and it was at 22 cents. Right now, let's see, uh, down 8%, it's at 39. So imagine if you came in at 22 or 24 and it's at 39. That's a hell of a start right now. And go and I want you to go study and go see the, the powerful people behind Ando Finance. It's it's people that you look at and you say, Oh my god, there's some going on here. That this this company is going to be something enormous. So these are things that I do. You know? Anyway. Uh, what about Jerome Bettis? Jerome Bettis is a very good one. That, those were those were big ass thighs. That was a good one right there. You guys have come up with some pretty good ones, man. Yep, yep. How long did Tyreek marriage last? Isn't he still married? I think they're still married. Yeah, or... because the lawyer did. He didn't want the lawyer to file. Apparently, right? Isn't that the whole story from before? That's not done by mistake. Okay, I mean, let's not actually. I've never had a heard of a lawyer just going and filing papers. Come on, man. All right, let's go. Let's go. I mean, we were, we were born yesterday or something. You, you fired somebody because they did it by accident. Come on, dude. You made the call and then you looked like an idiot because you got back with your girl right after that, and so you use somebody else as Chris Carter's fall guy. That's all. Come on, man. I mean, you know. 